Hey everyone, welcome to the 99th episode of the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. This is our penultimate episode to our grand 100th You want to just end it on 100? I feel like that's just such a sick sign-off numerically. It would be cool, but I have a feeling that it's not going to happen. Do you think there's going to be more stuff to talk about after our 100th episode? Uh, I mean, 2020 was so crazy. It wouldn't be a bad idea just to give up now that it's over. Period. Just don't. Give up. Give up. Yeah, I was like, uh, did you become the Swedish chef? I did. Oh, give up. You know. I did. That. I don't know what that was either. What I do know is that it's good to be back with you, recording live again, because, you know, we're being cautious, and you're in my circle. You're in my small circle. Oh. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I'm in yours, because we're here. <laughs> you are now. Oh, yeah. I've walked on in. Uh, what has changed since uh, we last talked? Um, not a whole lot. You still have that very ugly PlayStation 5. <laughs> it's just staring at me. It, it's like a, a, a scab on somebody's face. I just can't look at it. And when I yeah, see it, but, it's not pleasant looking. I just want to pick at it. But but imagine like, you know, you have that person with the scab on their face. And you just, after a while, you get used to it. And that's where I am. I maybe it will fall it's off. it's an eyesore. Yes. I, yeah, maybe. I recognize it's an eyesore. But I've accepted that this is the way my this is the way TV and video game like setup. This works. is your setup. This is for better or for worse. This is it. Um, it's funny we mentioned PlayStation Five because it's been a while since we've actually got to dig into some games, and that's what we have on tap today. Would you agree? Yeah, you know, there's some news that is. It's kind of. I don't want to say it's old news, but it's been it's long time for coming. A couple of weeks that yeah. we, you know, others have talked about it. So this is not new. The news is already out there. Huey Lewis in the news to you. Also not new. Oh. Yeah. Very old. Oh. So what we have on in store today is EA no longer has exclusive rights to Star Wars, which we're going to start talking about what we want out of a different style of game right we know that there's games in development right the brandon brandon and brandon development studios now has equal share to mm-hmm. develop a star wars game and so we're going to tell you each what our ideal star wars game would look like and then we also got some word that indiana jones is going to have its own kind of new iteration of a game another lucas art property and we're going to discuss what we want out of something like that lastly we both played the resident evil village demo made in all on PlayStation 10 minutes 5, of it, you could on say. On that ugly piece of crap right yeah. over there. It's so funny how it looks like such shit on the outside, but can produce such beautiful things internally. It can. And Kinda the controller, like, man. I I love the PS5 controller. That is neither here nor there. But, but we're going to talk about uh, quick thoughts on just, Resident Evil Maiden. Yeah. Basically, it's just to tell you, hey, this is coming, and here's what a... It, what it could look like. It, just it, to, I mean, it literally was a graphics demo. Yeah. It didn't really give... Well, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll, we will get into, <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Is there anything we should get into first, do you think? How about a fake sponsor? Would you? Would you? I, 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 in, I would. Indulge me and the listeners. All our, we're calling them randos, yeah, right? So, yeah, the okay. randos, yeah. Randos, you're going to want to know about I this. I like how it takes us 97 episodes before we figure out the name of our fans. And It'll probably take us another 97 to remember. So this, this episode is brought to us by a company called Vibe Later. Yeah. We've all been there. Your date is not the Prince Charming you thought he was. Uh, Sometimes th- there's just no spark. 
Whether the date doesn't dig you or you're just not digging the date, the fact is you're obviously not vibing. But don't worry, you don't have to feel disappointed tonight. If you can't vibe now, might as well vibe later. That's right, once you head home alone, grab your Vibe Later brand vibrator and we promise that if you go home unsatisfied, you won't stay unsatisfied for long. Vibe Later, pick yours up at any Below the Belt sex shop, the exclusive sex shop of the Deep South, where we promise to whistle your Dixie. These are good vibrations. What a sweet sensation that was. (laughs) Yes. Any more puns, sex vibrator puns? No, I was thinking Mark Wahlberg. Barg, and I'm you all of a sudden going yarn or whatever the hell you were saying two minutes ago. Mark, Mark Walbjorn. <laughs> the Swedish chef influence is real. Um, no, remember the good vibration song he had? It's just you. Mark Wahlberg? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good vibrations. Yeah, it's back just... when he was um, Marky Mark. Yeah. It's yes. nice to have a, a fake sponsor, a stuttering fake sponsor on board with us. Thank you to Vibrator brand Vibrators. Yes. And Below the Belt Sex Shop, who... Won't. Actually, you know, provided the funds for the sponsorship. So funding. Speaking of funding, how hot and how much do you wish you had got onto some GameStop stocks? Well, yeah, I absolutely wish I was following up with that, but it's going to crash sooner or later. It oh, has yeah. to. And it's going to crash the moment people start pulling out. So those who pull out early, <laughs> speaking of the We'll save shop, themselves some... Uh... We'll say, yeah. If you pull out early, you'll save yourself some trouble and, and hassle. And, and you'll have more money in the long run. Yeah. That's basically the You won't have to support lesson. something for potentially 18 years. <laughs> that's the lesson here. Ah, sex and stocks, very much alike. Yep. 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 I often say that. You yep. do. To my dad. No, even unsolicited. Yeah. Was this why he was still here on Earth? No, nope, it's why he died. You said it to him like on his... <laughs> <laughs> literally the day. The last thing you said to him? Yep. Oh, did you get a love you in there too? Oh, no. no. Oh, well, hey, if we had life to do over again, you know. Yeah, you know, live in regrets or don't, whatever. There are no regrets over this news for me personally. Actually, you know what? There's a little bit of sadness. Oh, well, there's not sadness, for me. It's melancholy. Because here's the thing. We're talking now, video games. It's what we said we were going to talk about. Hello. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh, it was so good. Episode 99, by the way, penultimate. <laughs> You're a penultimate friend. You're oh. like the best friend before my actual like before you find somebody better yes exactly but you're doing your place as a placeholder or you're doing yeah it's been a while man you need to get on finding a new friend well here's the thing it's been a long while i should have never left you without a dope beat to step to i don't know what song that is Uh, if at first you don't succeed dust yourself off and try again okay i'm singing leah yeah i got that now i'm not singing it (laughs) i'm fuck uh (laughs) ea to me over the last, let's say, five years as a snapshot. Well, yeah, I think they've had the exclusive rights for like 10 or 15 and, years. And I'm sure they have, but I'm just looking at these last generation of uh, consoles. I felt like they were actually starting to turn the page a little bit. They were listening to yeah. people, it would seem, yeah, in terms of microtransactions and paywalls inside of the, uh, the arena shooters like uh, Battlefront and Battlefront 2. And I really liked Fallen Order. And by the way, I re-downloaded it especially mm-hmm. since it's now free with oh, Games yeah, Pass. On the, on the new Series X. And, you know, this is not an original thought, but I ha- I can confirm this from my own interpretation. It is one of those games that is definitely worth a play again, not only because of its core, but now on the next gen with upscaled graphics, it's beautiful. I actually did see a uh, YouTuber who kind of showed side-to-side graphics. Yeah. And it was just smoother. I mean, obviously yes. sharper and, and everything like that, but the frame rate was better and therefore so much smoother and... And I, 
it did make me kind of want to play it again, but I just have so many things on my to play. Put it in so. your queue though, and get around to it when you yeah, can. Yeah, maybe. I I did that just, and I've only like probably replayed about an hour of it, and I was just like, damn it, this game is so good. So let me talk about the though. EA has had yeah. What's the news? A handful of games. Well, yeah. no, I just want to kind of touch on what you're. What's the news in your heart based on what I had to say? <laughs> that, that, thank you. Sorry. EA has had a handful of good Star Wars games, but. With such a property like Star Wars, they've had it for can, so long. And how can you and just not, chain it to one development studio, basically? Yeah, exactly. Well, yes, I agree with you there. I think let the creatives be creative and then have like Lucasfilm Arts have that final say of like, yes, we approve this story and we approve this direction or no, we don't. Mm-hmm. That way it's all kind of a part of the world and it's can- canon. And um, But like let other people have their creative say with it but instead you get ea who is not really known as like this favored developer in video games kind of taking like this uh hardcore approach to it where they they only come out with games every so often and when they do even then not all of them are that good yeah i can't even tell you what all i remember from their uh time with the star wars property other than the Battlefronts and Jedi Fallen Order and now the Squadrons, just because mm-hmm. even though I never played, it's just the latest one. Well, they had that other one that was like, uh, where you're a Jedi, but it's like, it was like Fallen Force Order. Force Unleashed? Force Unleashed, thank you. Which had a sequel. Yeah. And they weren't bad. They weren't bad. They were short. I they were that. just kind of button mashers. Yeah. Of. Yeah, they were. It's It was fine. But here's what, so, okay, sorry, did you want to? No, no, where, where, where are we going? So here's what we have. Now that EA no longer has the exclusive rights, Ubisoft Studio Massive is collaborating with Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm Games, I should say, for a new open world Star Wars game. Will it be better than Andromeda? I really hope so. Then I'll give it a look. Okay. Okay. But that brings up the question. If you were to design your own Star Wars game, it doesn't have to be this open world one, but it can be. If you were to design your own Star Wars game, I want to talk about what each of us would want out of that. I can, and this isn't something that I've sat and pondered for a long time. This is pretty much off the cuff. I would love to see something a la Grand Theft Auto V. And by that, I mean not just this huge open world I mean the ability to switch between three characters at any given time. Because mm. in any Star Wars movie, there's always the Ariel, there's always the Jedi, and there's always the soldier. Mm. You know, so you've got a yeah. pilot, you've got someone who's shooting lasers and, you know, doing more like tactical warfare. Yeah. And then you also have the Jedi who, even though their fight is smaller and more usually one-on-one, there's bigger implications to what they're doing. That would give you the opportunity to like have have a have three different styles of gameplay if you wanted but interspersed and not linear and not on tracks i would mm-hmm. love to be able to like oh hey you know like how it plays out in the movie you know luke is on like say return of the jedi they're blowing up the shield uh generator on the moon planet endor so that then the aerial strike can take place and that's where you know the emperor tells luke to look out the window like your friends are all going to die so like when one thing has to happen for the other instead of oh we did this mission and then switch over here it's like you can hit off real time like say you're flying around you're like oh, i can't get this thing to deactivate so then you have to switch over real time to like someone on the ground and do what that game mission did that grand theft a, auto 5 there was a game that was like a war game where you can switch you could you literally look down the battlefield and you can click a button and 
go and control that character. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, certainly like somebody flying in a plane or something like that. And see, I think that would be cool. And I would really like, I mean, Star Wars can be anything. Obviously it's taken so many forms like first person shooters or, you know, something as recent as, uh, Jedi fallen order or just an aerial combat game. Somehow if like all those components could be interspersed and intermingled into one title, I would geek out for it. I really would. Yeah. It sounds like what you're looking for. It's just like a showcase game. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Sorry. What do you mean by showcase game? Something that can showcase in one game all the things Star Wars can be. Okay. Let let alone like an RPG like Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Okay. Those are just kind of standalone films, films, movies. (laughs) (laughs) Games. Shit. I I replaced a wrong word with an even wronger word. Uh uh, and wronger word was definitely the right word to use. It's the right. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it felt right too. So let me ask you this. Please um, do. I, I totally understand the idea of having, say, three characters that you can switch between. Do you want them to have their own missions? And or do you want them to be doing the same missions that you switch between, like you'd mentioned? More so the latter. Okay. Yeah. So like every mission you have the three people going with you so like the three people are a little crew on their own mission and then you switch between them every every mission you have that option that would actually be a unique gameplay that we haven't really seen much where yeah. you switch between like those. in this mission it's going to be more ground heavy but there still might be an aerial right. component and in this mission it could just be completely up to you know this person up until i don't know but and you could like, it's like a puzzle and every time it's up to you how you want to solve it. Do you want to take more of like a tactical approach with mm-hmm. troops or do you want to be more like uh, like a knight versus Sith Lord? And, you know, I don't know. I, I just think something could be in the mix there. I want very much for Jar Jar to be a part of it too. Now, so you had mentioned Grand Theft Auto V. Do you want the open world aspect to Grand Theft Auto V? Or are are you looking for something that's a little bit more on the linear storyline? You know, because it sounds like I mean, the switching thing in a mission it sounds a little bit more linear, where you're it all d- going I, towards the same. I guess thing, in that case, yeah, it would. Path. It lends itself more to a linear on the rails type game. Yeah, but you know, with some maneuverability and some side quests or open worldness, without actually being a, a pure sandbox game. Mm-hmm. Or a space box in this case. I don't know. And I would love an original story. I don't want the characters we've seen before. I would love like original new characters developed purely for a game. Uh, Cal from Fallen Order. Yeah, great. Great new character. He's great. Yeah. I kind of wish they would go away from, and I'm actually going to talk about this when I talk about mine. I kind of wish that they would start to go away from having the humans be the main characters all the time. Oh, interesting development. So you're thinking something more along the lines of like droid adventures or clone adventures? So, well, okay. Are you done with yours? Because then I can... I didn't have anything like super concrete, but just the ability to swap between characters who do different things in game, I think would be a cool application and something that I can't necessarily remember that would have existed in a Star Wars game before. Okay. 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 So here's my thought. I... I'm such a fan of open world games in general. Like, you know, Fallouts and, and the Skyrims are some of my absolute favorite games. And then, of course, there's, you know, new games like the Ghost of Tsushima and... and uh, Cyberpunk. Those kinds of games 
tend to be some of my favorite games and and what I think has the ability to bring the player into a, a world like into a whole world and just let them do their thing and so Ubisoft Studio Massive is making a Star Wars open world game which gets me thinking more along the lines like if I were to choose the genre I would say open world that's what I want but when it comes down to the more details it's like what do I want out of that and what I would like is a Skyrim esque or I should say Elder Scrolls esque open world you choose a character class that has like abilities that the others don't necessarily have and and like you know you would obviously you can choose to be a human but you would you can also choose to be a, a Tuscan Raider or a, a Wookiee right like um there's a bunch of them and then I'm actually even right now I'm looking on this site going I'm like what are some of the other species that I just don't know the names of like a Rod- Rodion or whatever that thing is that Han kills <laughs> in- um Oh, or the Mon Calamari. Oh, the best. You know, like the fish people. Like you Admiral can Akbar. choose. Yeah. yeah, you can choose between say ten different classes, and they're different species. And what would be great is it would be an open world game that is also like open world within a dozen planets or so. So you go to a world that is like you start on your home planet or whatever, and you're just a regular. I don't know, soldier slash bounty hunter. Just shooting like, womp Whatever, rats. right? Like, yeah. You're just like the average person who, for some reason, is put out on this event adventure. And I don't think they should really bring you into the grand story. I think you can have maybe run-ins with some of the popular characters for whatever reason. Or maybe, maybe you help somebody find, like certain plans to destroy a Death Star or whatever, right? Like you have this one mission and they're sort of like almost Easter egg missions, not necessarily like the main thing. Like your main mission is completely separate from all of the other canon that we've ever heard. And, you know, you just kind of travel around the universe, but each area is sort of this open world city. And they that way they all feel different. You're in a desert planet, you're in a water planet, you're in an ice planet, you can be in a... Uh, you know, a volcano planet. As long as you have the high ground, you're good. That would be, that would be what I would want. Sorry, I've been talking a lot. Uh, no, it's okay. I talked first, and then you talked, and that's kind of a good thing. So now let's let our audience talk. Wow, audience, that's boring. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you're not even saying anything. Learn how to engage. I God. like your idea. I do. I think you know. You mentioned. You know, being really, as far as anything that's been canon up to this point, particularly um, with respect to the movies, maybe just like a side quest to something we just hear about. That's kind of how Rogue One was. Yes. Right? Like well, all but, we ever but hear. Rogue was, One did tie into the main story. Yeah, but I'm just saying, as far as we only ever hear that, oh, a lot of people lost, paid the ultimate sacrifice to get us these plans to the Death Star. Right. And that's, it's just a throwaway line in episode, you know, whatever. And then we get this whole movie of what, were the characters and the motivations and all the the nuance behind just what was essentially a line in the bigger movies, the linear episodes. I kind of like that. And if they can find something like, like imagine it's in between that 30 years where the Jedis have sort of kind of gone away 
and you have Luke Skywalker going and hiding, right? And there's that like 30-year period or yeah. something. Imagine a story somewhere in the middle there. And there could be these little things that might tie something together. But ultimately, you're not you're not super powerful and you're not a Jedi. You know what I mean? Like you don't have this godlike power yeah. that is sort of the trump card to everything else. You really have to scrap to get through. I think that would just be really neat. It would it could be any open world story, but done in a Star Wars universe, really. I think that's a cool idea, and I can't wait to see what this could become. This sounds like it's a long ways away, quite yeah. honestly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They just started. I mean, the, the exclusive rights just came up, so they're just probably in the planning stages and writing. Ooh, and then here, wait, I have another idea. Sorry. What if, you know, there's two sides to this, and as you do things, you have the choice to do good or bad. Like, a morality right scale. Side, dark side. Lights out. And if you do more of the dark side, then you have exclusive quests that are offered to you yeah. by, you know, like you can go, well, depending on my timeline, on the timeline, but like you can go to the Death Star and go and take your ship and land there if they accept you as one of their own, right? But if you're like you're, if they see you as the enemy, then you can't. Right? And you're so, hostile. So it kind of leaves certain missions only available one way or the other, which adds to replayability. And like your, the choices you make in between missions could be the judgment for that sliding scale of morality yeah. or like force, I guess, in this yeah. case, you know, light or dark, balance or unbalance. Um, I like that idea. It'd be sort of like an RPG-ish, you know, action-adventure RPG. Okay. okay. I know There's I some great Star Wars games over that, the years, but, uh, though. I, once this came out and I started thinking about what this could be, it was like my mind just went wild. And I was like, oh, my God, it would be so cool to like play as whatever Darth Maul's race was, right? And have like cool hand to hand combat or something like yeah. that. I don't know. I just there's a lot. There's literally an infinite amount of possibilities. Or be a Jawa and just like be a good scrapper. Or or how about this? A Sarlacc pit simulator. Oh, you just like simulating digesting things for like two hundred years. What if one years? of the characters you could be is is a Sarlacc? Oh, what if they had a uh, Star's Star Wars Sims, like a Sim but in Star Wars? Like That'd I'm gonna put really a pit weird, here, but kind of fun. It would be awesome. In fact, how. Would, I mean, come on. If Legos can partner with Star Wars, come the Sims should. Let's let's get that ball rolling. Uh, another Lucas property, you could say? Lucas Film Games. Sure. Don't ask me why they don't just say Lucas Games. Let's just call it LFG. Okay. <laughs> Has a nicer ring to it. So what's going on with this? I'm not as maybe in the know as I need to be. Really, there is not much to talk about except the concept. Through a trailer where we see some whips and a hat and whatever else. Oh, is, yeah. I did hear about it. It is revealed that Bethesda's sister studio, Machine Games, and they're the ones who made Wolfenstein, the Wolfenstein games, um, are going to tell an original Indiana, J- Indiana Jones story. Turns out that, spoiler, <laughs> you are spoiled it. Turns out he's adopted. His real name is Indiana James. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and it's like Kevin James' brother, and he's just a mall cop. And, and a zookeeper. And a zookeeper. He's so funny. <laughs> and... Uh, and Rob Schneider, who's his friend, he's a stapler. And, and he, it, it's 24 yeah. carats of pure comedy. <laughs> okay. Then we thought, okay, this is cool. I mean, not much has been released about this at all. And it's a cinematic trailer, so no clue on what it's going to look like or play like. And my my thing is, when there's not a hard release, my, it's kind of a weird thought. But, you know, I'm like, 
I could be dead before this ever, ever comes out. A lot of people will die before this ever comes out. I mean, we can hope, right? I'm well. Let me put my, your name on the papers, the proper paperwork, and then hope. hope away. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought to ourselves, gosh, what would we want out of this Indiana Jones game? The only Indiana Jones game I ever remember playing was back in the PC days. Oh, they're old school. Yeah, like the click it and point adventure mm-hmm. games. Yeah, um, there's like, oh, there's one, the something temple. It wasn't like Temple of Doom, but it was like the archaeologist temple. And it was back in like, like those, like, uh, back in the day of like, um, what was that game where you're a motorcycle guy with like Road Rash or whatever? No, that was the, Yeah, Road Rash. No, no, no. There's oh, no? Heavy something. And then there's Day of the Tentacle and all these like PC oh, LucasArts films. Yeah, point to click stuff. Yeah. That's so, the only one I remember. So that's the thing. Something they, more they can go than that. anywhere with this. I would think it would be fun to do like an Uncharted feel type game. And that's what I feel like we're going to get. Something with traversing and puzzles and landscapes and artifacts and runes and mm-hmm. stuff. So basically, all the games that were based off of Indiana Jones, like Tomb Raider, are that style. So are you really, are you thinking just kind of that? What, you want a first person? I was going to say shooter. No, I don't. A first person whipper? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Actually, whipping in first person is pretty exciting. (laughs) Yes. I've not experienced it, but I can imagine. You can imagine. I I don't know what I would want from a game like that. It almost feels like it's... I think it has to be, though. It's too bygone of a property or to even necessarily work nowadays. I don't know. I I have trouble seeing it. Yeah. Like a modern day video game with Indiana Jones... I think it has to be a third-person perspective where you're climbing, you're using your whip to swing across gaps, whatever. And I and it has to be it has to have that treasure aspect to it that we get out of, you know, an uncharted or tomb raider. I don't see how it can be that much different than those games. Like I just I don't see which is you can't be first person. Pseudo ironic. Yeah. Being that like these games are kind of you could draw lines as far as like what's inspired by what. I know, right? And then the, this video game comes out, and it's basically inspired by the video games that were it was inspired by. Yeah, Wait, it's kind of yeah, yeah full circle. Sort of makes sense. Something. Well, there is also the opportunity to do something that's a little bit more like the new God of War game, where it's it's third person, kind of behind the shoulder, a little bit more linear. Um, and where like there's a certain sort of style of fighting, but I just this he's not a fighter like that, you know. No, he, he he's an adventurer. Yeah, he actually has a pretty low kill count, for instance. Okay, oh, hear hear me out here. Did you start to play um, uh, what was it, Call of the Sea? Did you play that? Or haven't yet. Okay, it's sort of a walking simulator puzzle game, but. I could see a first-person, non-action-oriented puzzle game like that. Okay. Where maybe a little bit more action than Call of the Sea because it was pretty slow, but ultimately you're you're in first-person perspective. There's not much action. You might utilize some sort of whip or jump to get across some things, but other than that, I, you know, maybe that's all it is. Yeah, a lot of puzzles, obviously. Um. Yeah, I just don't know what that would look like. The 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 prospect of it doesn't excite me horribly, but yeah. who knows this could be a long time away and, you know, what what could be, but it just as a concept, I'm just like, hmm. 
just feels a little bygone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would like it if they were to basically 100% faithfully reproduce the 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 plot and the just the overall feel of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull just in video game form. Well, because we all know the that monkeys was the best and Shia LaBeouf. All of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If yep. they could just make that directly, port that over essentially, but yeah. onto a, something that you can control and button pl- press, I think that would probably sell for sixty bucks. It would be, it would oh, be great. So hot. All right. These Moving are on. these are elusive concepts. I can't wait to something concrete. Yes, comes. and that's the thing, right? We're just talking to talk. We're just kind of saying, wouldn't it be cool to um, do a podcast? To do a podcast where we talk about this kind of stuff, and we have, and we are. What we can talk about concretely is the Resident Evil Village demo, demo. which is being subtitled or dubbed Maiden. It was and is, as of right now, only exclusively on the PS5. You just played it today. Yeah, thanks to you. Just, and that yeah. fucking horrible looking piece of construct. And uh, <laughs> it is, well, it, it says what it is right at the beginning. It's a visual demo yeah, it's, or I mean, something like that. It's not trying to create any sense of false illusion or, or you know, tricked expectation. It's just like, hey, here's just a small a snippet. A sliver of the game. You know what's it's funny? Not even a sliver of the game. It's a sliver of what the game would look like could be will be uh along with it did come a confirmed release date uh i had heard spring of 2021 up to this point and now may 7th so you know springish early summer uh something i'm definitely looking forward to they have built up a lot of goodwill with me as a lifelong resident evil uh fan at least the games movies are bollocks oh and the movie comes out this year later this year confirmed also that's kind of cool the new remake reboot man i forgot about that yeah it's okay um, I'm I'm excited for this game. I don't know exactly what to expect, and I like that. I don't really want to know anymore. You know what I mean? People are always like, yeah. "Oh, it's already like you know, th- it's already Ethan confirmed, and it's time travel, and it's vampires, and Chris is it time travel." I I don't know. Like I've heard speculation. Oh. Um, I don't know. I just, it's just yeah, it's okay. there's very little to react to. This game looks like it should. You know, if this is any indication, but. Even though I didn't play this with headphones, and I know you did, you uh, mentioned it. The just if the audio in this little ten-minute plus uh, preview is any indication, the sound design is going to be a huge component of this game. Not that it ever isn't or isn't ever with any previous entry, but something that really is slow-moving, darkly lit, and first-person is going to be super enhanced by really creepy audio. And I'm excited for that. Well, in little, yeah, you're right. Little things like you hear a door opening and you're like, uh, I, I didn't, didn't open, open the door. Yeah. And so you're like wondering where, where, who opened the door. You hear footsteps sometimes when you're not walking. And that, that is really cool and fun as far as like raising that sus- suspense. Um, and I do like that about these games, but I hope that like when the actual game gets going, it's a bit more, there's a bit more to it because this demo, though purposely so, I'm, uh, I know that, felt a little slow. There was no action. And I know that once you get into the actual game, the village game, you're going to have a weapon. You're going to ha- be shooting kind of the bullet spongy, you know, what were the... The, the molded. Molded. From, I was going to say muddies. <laughs> uh, that would be incorrect. The, the molded from the last game. You know, you're going to basically have those kinds of things. And... So as long as they can mix it well, I'm going to totally be down for this game. I do like 
how this game is going more supernatural though. Yes, and Werewolves, it's very gothic looking. I appreciate that because I'm getting a little tired of the Resident Evil like gross zombiness. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like this. It's like you get these vampire women who turn into birds. Makes sense. Makes sense. I cannot wait to see how the the story from 7 with the silent faceless character Ethan ties into this with Chris Redfield. Yeah, what is going on there? How Who's half something and something. Werewolf in the picture? He looks like the Witcher. He's got a yellow eye and he's got like a big mane out of one yeah. side of his head. Um I don't know exactly how this is going to be connected, but I'm very excited to see them pull together a story. Resident Evil 7 was it's already 4 years old by now. That's crazy. Was a really solid game and you know, I think it really helped get them back on the right track. I'm hopeful that this can sustain if not build upon the goodwill and momentum that seven built. I do have to say every time I play a new game on the new systems, I have yet to be kind of surprised at how good the graphics are. Like the graphics are not bad by any means in this game, but I expected something more. I expected something smoother or sharper. I don't know. Just something to kind of make me go, wow, that's, that's next gen. And I, have yet to see a game that makes me say that, which is sad. So you want your socks knocked off? I do. I mean, I know we're new into the console, and there's what the only exclusive, the console exclusive that we've played is the medium. Yeah, just fresh into that. And that when we just started it. And I'm sorry, but the medium is no graphic powerhouse whatsoever. It ju- it looks like it could easily be a last platform game or a last generation game. And so, and I kind of feel like when I'm playing this, it looks nice, but it doesn't make me see a huge difference between Resident Evil 7 and 8. Well, see, I thought 7 had amazing graphics. It did. So, and this is largely off the same engine just yeah, four years later. Tell. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, I'm, well, we got three months and change until we can confirm or deny. May 7th. Yeah, very cool. That's all we really wanted to get into today. Just a little, I don't know, check-in with the video game industry and yeah. uh, and us. Good and now that you've heard that, episode 99 just about coming to a close. But Brandon, yes, I have something for you. It's a time-honored tradition that we don't have to honor every time. Is it a present? Well, oh, I like the way you said that. And that was off the cuff. Honestly, yeah. can I like pick something out of your cabinet for a job well done? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Sweet. I'm going to get some of that cereal we were talking about. It's a shadow of the synopsis. It doesn't happen every time, but when it does, you better fucking get it right. Okay? <laughs> going to try. I got the it, last one, didn't every, I? Well, yeah, but the last one was a softball it was of shit. It was easy. Yeah. I don't remember And then you're was, like, you're not descriptive easy. enough, but I'm like, but you got it anyways. I, w- I wasn't complaining. I was just saying it's... I'm just making an observation. God. You know what? I'm going to make an observation right now. Fuck you. <laughs> and confirmed. Okay. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're like, what is this I'm about to hear? Uh, Let's just real quickly give it to you. It's a synopsis. And um, we're playing off Shadow of the Colossus because it's Shadow of the Synopsis. And Brandon, in this case, has to get it right if he wants to be worthy of what I'm about to say. It can be from comics. It can be from movie, TV show, video game, the book. I don't know. Who reads books? Uh, If they have pictures, I read them. Ready? Yeah. When a novelist loses her man to a movie star and, even worse yet, former friend, she winds up breaking down and in a psychiatric hospital. Years later, she returns home to confront the now-married couple looking youthful 
and radiant. Her ex-husband's new wife is jealous and wants to know her secret and discovers that she has been taking a mysterious drug which grants eternal life to the person who drinks it. The actress follows suit, but then soon discovers that immortality has a very real price. I'm pretty sure I know what this is. See, it's kind of an obscure movie, but a good... Ah, shit. No, <laughs> we're going to okay. say movie. Death Becomes Her. It is a good movie. Is that, am I right? I'm right, right? You are right. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 ding. Bruce Willis and... And Friends. Friends. Meryl Streep, hello, an actress of our time. Who's a friend of Bruce Willis, so I was still Especially right. in the movie. Yeah. And Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Who is married in real life to... Bobby Hawn. Kurt, that'd be Kurt Russell. Yes. And together they conceived and birthed... Uh, Christmas Chronicles too. Yes, that's right. <laughs> They're both in it. <laughs> they did. Yes, it is their love child. No, uh, Kate Hudson. She look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Goldie Hawn lately? Is she pretty? You can tell there's been a lot of work done, and so when you see her act, it, it feels like there's no emotion and no no movement she can't of the emote face anymore. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's it does not now. look good at all. So not not a good Mrs. Claus. No. So where would Miss Claus go to get work anyways? Or would she just ask Santa for it? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they've got to have like an elf that does plastic surgery. What if like they're having marital problems like in the bedroom? Mm-hmm. And then like she writes to him, all I want is for erectile dysfunction to not plague our, our marriage bed anymore. Like it, how it does has he... to be It has to be made by the elves. So what they can do is they can make him like one of those strap-on wooden, you know. Out of like a dead antler or a dead reindeer's antler. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And dead but, antler too. Because how many reindeer are there that guide his sleigh? Like 12? 46. 12 to 46. Any given night? Somewhere somewhere between 8 and 46. This has been our Christmas episode. <laughs> Random <laughs> fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Okay. We're done. We're out of here. But yeah. if you want to uh, let Christmas us- Christmas Chronicles too. too. It's on Netflix. Get, get back to us. Our next, uh, the next time we talk to you, it'll be episode 100. We're going to do something um, worthy of our 100th episode. I don't know what yet, but- Will, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and you'll listen, and you'll like it. And if you want to let us know if you liked what you just listened to us talk about, if that makes sense. Yeah, and was can that, I say... Was that tight logic? Let, yes. Okay. If you have an idea for what you want the Star Wars game to be oh. or the Indiana Jones game to be, let us know. Write it to us. We will, if it's good enough... Give you a thumbs up emoji <laughs> response. On, on our pod. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, be a part of it with us. You can get a hold of us. We have a Twitter. It's at randomfandomwbb. We have an email. It's at randomfandomcast at gmail.com. And we have the hope that you'll reach out to us on one of those two, if not both. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to episode 99. And thank you for being a fan of our fandom. And really, don't watch Christmas Chronicles 2. It's a really bad movie. Christmas Chronicles 1 is not that bad. It's kind of fun. Maybe a little too late to watch Christmas Chronicles number one because it's it's past the holiday. But definitely stay away from Christmas Chronicles 2. Wait, why are you watching Christmas Chronicles 2? And stay geeky.